Hi, and welcome to another episode of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. We got another fantastic show planned for you today. We're talking about GMOs, that's genetically modified organisms, and some facts I promise you, you're going to want to hear. I've got a forward coming out from my new recipe book, and we're airing part two of Jameson and myself's interview. All that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. All right, last week we aired an interview with Jameson and myself, so this week we're going to play part two coming right up. This segment brought to you by Health Street. Time now for real people, real results. All right, so outside of the uh, you know personal trainer or you know whatever you want to call it, uh, there are the fitness classes, which I don't want to call them a new you know rage, but you know, it seems like everybody you talk to, there's Zumba, there's whatever, there's a new class, um, and it's you know outside from the traditional going to the gym and just crunching weights, there's uh, you know classes that you can get involved in. Now, what should I be looking for if I want to take one of these classes? Well, I guess first and foremost, the old saying goes, "Try before you buy." You should try every class before you uh, jump into a month or two months, however long they're offering the sessions for. Try the class first. And most of these classes should be complimentary because why would they want you to sign up for something that you're not going to enjoy? So before our classes, of course, everyone's allowed to try it. And if you're well, and you're always welcome to sign up for a punch pass or a, or for a month pass, but uh, we always want you to try the class bef- first and that should be an option. Um, you should enjoy the class. That's going to be a big one. The, the class should make you feel good. If you're dragging yourself to class or, or making excuses why you sh- why you don't want to go, then there's a there's a problem right there. Um, convenience or time scheduling. Everyone runs into time issues, so um, don't don't let that or don't make that be an excuse. Look for a class that's going to fit in your time and that you're going to make that your workout time. The last one I want to tell you was, you know, you should find an instructor that really cares about you. You run into a number of instructors that just want to get in and out. Like an instructor should be there maybe before class starts to talk with their members and that that hangs out afterwards to answer questions. So if uh, an instructor is just in, in and out of there, you might want to look for something else. Not to give you a, you know, a personal plug, but at the end of the day, you offer classes. Are you there beforehand? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I'm not always there beforehand. Um... So, oh, the honesty of <laughs> but I always stay after class. Um, and it, it depends on it depends on if I have uh, another client before or another class after. But I think if you talk to my clients, they'll tell you that I have I have more than enough time to answer questions. I answer questions during class. Actually, I stick around after whenever I can, and I always answer emails as soon as possible. So. Well, with that being said, uh, you know, obviously it's no secret to uh, anybody who's been listening to the show, you are a fitness specialist. And uh, so how does a uh, fitness specialist go about living their day uh, and living healthy? How do you eat right? And uh, how are you able to uh, find the time to work out? You do the show, you teach classes. So I guess that, I don't want to call that your workout, but uh, how is it that you can remain in tip-top condition? Well, I guess I make it a priority. For anyone that wants to live a healthier lifestyle, there's no way about it. For anything that we do in life, it's a priority. We, may, we might not know it's a priority. Like a lot of us are good parents, and we take care of our kids because that's a priority. We, maybe we don't even think about that. 
But if you want to engage in a healthy lifestyle, healthy eating workouts, those have to be priorities. You have to book times. You have to book times if if your day's booked full of meetings. You have to do something for yourself, and that's what I do. I, you know, I work out every day. I, I eat right every day, and that and that helps me function. That's who I am. So it's not really a chore. It's not something I think about. It's just who I am. Well, and again, it, this goes back to the like, the timing of being able to do it all and. You know, uh, you mentioned being a parent and working and all of that. Uh, so there are those of us who I'm sure at the end of the day just didn't have time to fit in a workout. Do you ever encounter that? Uh, how does that work? How do you find the time and what happens if you can't? I think there's always time. And of course, myself personally, I'll run into a, a day or two where you can't find the time. But that's not really an, an issue. It's not really an excuse. It's that you didn't make the time. Um, there's so many things that so many things we run into during the day. But I believe in being resourceful and finding a way when there when there doesn't seem to be one. So, um, time there's the same amount of time for everyone in the day. So if we plan ahead and we know we're going to run into a busy day, or I know we run into emergencies, but um, you can skip a day. There's nothing wrong with that. But get back on the next day. Just don't let it run into you know uh, a domino effect where you just say you just keep running at a time. Um, you know, and efficient workouts is something. Uh, something else that I'm an advocate of. You can get a great workout in, in 10 to 20 minutes. And I think it, anyone could find time for 10 to 20 minutes in a day. Already talked to you about your favorite cheat food. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the last question. And I think that, you know, everybody would eat healthy if, um, well, if it tasted as good as unhealthy food. I think it's probably just that simple. So I'm going to ask you one question and uh, we can close with this. What is your favorite food health-wise to eat? That, uh, you know, you absolutely love it. It's the greatest thing, you know, since sliced bread minus the carbs. You know, what is your favorite thing to eat healthy-wise because you think it tastes delicious? You know, whether it's easy to prepare, I don't know. But uh, maybe as some inspiration to somebody listening who says, yeah, I don't like the taste of healthy food. Favorite food or favorite meal? Well, favorite meal then. I don't care. It could be, it can be anything. Just don't say chicken breast because that's boring <laughs> okay well you know what i really like salmon and i know there's lots of people that don't eat fish but i uh, i love salmon and if, if you prepare fish the right way you can you can cook it i mean you can cook it quick it's light on your stomach it's easy to eat and it's quick to clean up like it's so it's so simple fish is so simple to eat and i don't think we eat enough of it it's not in our diets um enough so i, I one of my favorite meals is uh, salmon thrown on top of cooked quinoa with asparagus. And uh, for me, that's a perfect meal. You have your healthy fats, you have your protein, you have your fiber, and you have your slow digesting carbs. And uh, that's something that I look forward to when I when I know I'm having it that for dinner. How do you prepare the salmon? <laughs> okay, I put, uh, I bake the salmon. I put some lemon pepper, um, fresh lemon, dill, and onion, and I throw it in the oven. Just that simple? It's simple, and it's quick to eat. It's quick to cook. It's quick to eat. It's light on the stomach. It's, it's so, and it's so good for you. That was real people, real results. Now back to the show. This segment brought to you by the CLC Fitness Center. All right, in this segment, we're talking about genetically modified organisms. In my continued interest in foods, nutrition, and health as a whole, I've come across a very interesting subject. I've been interested in health and fitness my whole life. I've always been interested in how food and exercise affects our minds and bodies. So I can't tell you how surprised I was to find out about this subject that I never heard of. In short, they're called GMOs. 
What we have here is lab food, basically when it comes down to it. Let's take a strand of DNA. It looks like a ladder. So what they do is take one natural strand and take another strand modified in a lab and put them together. Voila, we now have most of our foods, which I'll tell you about shortly, constructed in a lab. I should note that at times this can happen in natural selection, but this repeated process in a lab wouldn't be considered natural. This is a very controversial subject. I understand a very dry subject to many, so I'll do my best to keep the facts and info short and to the point. The most disturbing thing about this whole subject is how little people know about it. Fact, 80% of packaged foods contain GMOs. 85% of soybeans, corn, sugar beets, and canola oil are all genetically modified. GMOs are designed to fight off insects, disease, and weed killers. Sounds great, doesn't it? Now I'm going to bring up the name Monsanto here. This is a super corporation that makes these certain seeds. Not the only one, mind you, but one of the biggest. The thing that gets me is most GMO seeds have been designed to tolerate the number one herbicide in the world, which is Roundup, designed by, you guessed it, Monsanto. So they designed a seed to tolerate their herbicide. And when they talk about facts, they'll say GMO caused us to use less herbicides, but they won't tell you. Now they can use more of their own. Let me give you some pros of GMOs and why they believe this is a good thing. They have the ability to grow crops in an unfavorable climates, possibility of disease-fighting foods, improving the lives of farmers, and less pesticides used. The two main arguments I've come across is that GMOs will cause quick crops which grow faster and produce cheaper foods, which means the farmer will be able to grow more and the consumer will be able to purchase more. So for example, let's take a farm salmon. Grow it in half the time, meaning it will cost probably half the price, and you could have the perfect handmade or lab-made salmon ready for consumption. No one disputes these facts here. So let's get into some proponents of why this may not be the best idea. One of the most interesting facts I've come across is six European countries that have banned GMOs that include France, Germany, Austria, Hungary, and Greece. To me, if something is dangerous enough that, that a whole country is opting to ban it, that's good enough reason for me to reconsider it. I have to believe they did extensive research themselves before they were willing to make such an important decision on where their food comes from. I stated earlier, 80% of packaged foods contain GMOs. So that means most of us are consuming these and don't even know it. And how could we? The industry is built on deception. They're trained on marketing people on what they want you to hear instead of actual facts. Let's take McDonald's seemingly healthy option, for example. The fruit and maple oatmeal has a staggering 21 ingredients. If you don't know exactly what to look for, then you don't know exactly what you're consuming. Perfect for the producer. More proponents include organ damage, increased allergies, and more pesticide resistance. It doesn't matter which side you look at. One has facts and research stating that it isn't a problem, and the other does. Here's a few words from a debate I listened to. Jeffrey Smith, Executive Director, Institute of Reasonable Technology, and author of Seeds of Deception says the Academy of Environmental Medication says there's so much evidence from harmful animal feeding studies, reproductive disorders, immune systems, and accelerated aging that every doctor should prescribe non-GMO foods to their patients. On the other side, Pamela Ronald, PhD, professor of plant pathology at the University of California, Davis, says there hasn't been a single instance of harm to human health or the environment using GMO crops. So once again, we don't have a definite answer. Here's what Monsanto says. There's no need in testing or value in testing the safety of GM foods in humans. So long as the introduced protein is determined safe from GMO crops, determined to be substantially equivalent, is not expected to pose any health risks. Further, it's impossible to determine a long-term safety test in humans. I like that last line. It's impossible to determine a long-term safety test in humans. 
Really? I wonder who made that statement. We can't determine the safety in humans? I think all that means is they haven't. I truly believe they don't know. A number of doctors or researchers on both sides say they don't know exactly the long-term effects these will have on humans. And the other side says there are no effects. Again, personally, I believe they don't know. These began in 1996. How could they know the long-term effects? So now, what we have is not only our medical system prescribing drugs when they don't have an answer, we have the food industry doing the same. We're treated like human guinea pigs, and it will stay this way until someone can prove or disprove that something is very wrong with what's going on. The last thing I want to comment on is labeling. A poll shows that 80% of people wouldn't eat GMOs if they knew they were in the food. So I present the question, why wouldn't these billion dollar companies spend more time, resources, and money on us, the consumer, to educate us on their beliefs and that there's nothing wrong with these GMOs? For them not to have to label foods, for these companies not to let us know what's what's in our food or what we're buying is outrageous to me. Why we shouldn't have the right to know what's in our food is beyond me. And I'm not talking about a researcher, a scientist, or a doctor. I'm talking about the average person, a parent that has the responsibility of a child. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know how it'll end up. But let's say all the claims are true, and they themselves don't know the long-term effects. What happens in 20, 30 years, when we find out all the increasing consumption of GMOs are harmful? What should we expect? One giant, I'm sorry, for ruined, unhealthy lives? My goal here isn't exactly to give you my opinion, although I'm sure it sounds like that. It was to give you knowledge and help you understand, maybe open your eyes on what's going on and encourage you to do your own research and come up with your own conclusions. Once you do a little research on your own, you'll find out GMOs are in just about everything we consume. A nice little resource I found when I was doing some research is called non-gmoshoppingguide.com. You might want to check that out. And for more information, I've posted a bunch of research I've done myself on my Trueform Facebook page, along with my website, trueformlife.com. So check it out. Do some research and come up with your own conclusions. Trueform Life. This segment brought to you by Shoppers Drug Mart. So currently I'm working on a recipe book for my Complete Truth Protein Powder. And I want to read you this forward that's going to be right smack in the front of it. This product was made for you. It was made for us. For those that deserve better. We deserve to know what's in the products we consume. We should have the option of a product that doesn't have a countless number of ingredients. Names we can't read, spell, and certainly without research, know what they mean. This product was designed to counter the norm of the industry. It was designed for the average person, like you and me, that expect more of ourselves, that demand more of the industry. Those of us that want to purchase products that aren't deceiving, those of us that want real, healthy food, those who no longer believe but actually know, I bring you this product for us, for the new healthy, with no added substances, flavoring or coloring, nothing stripped or heated in the processing stage. My search for the perfect product has come to life to raise our status quo. Without soy, gluten, nuts or whey, for not only the average person, but for every person. I present to you the Complete Truth Protein Powder. Our journey together begins now in true health for a better world. All right, that's all we have for you this evening. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, I promise we'll have an interview with Leslie Winfield, who's letting us follow her on a health and fitness journey. In health and fitness for a better world, I'm Drew Tadia, fitness expert. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com or call 403-510-4915. True Form's programming would not be possible without the support of GDK Gravel, serving Mountain View County. Call them today at 1-877-335-2091.